0: And today I'm joined by Jeff Teresi. Jeff equips business professionals with the tools to break through to their next big breakthrough over and over again, both professionally and personally. After years of studying and learning from the experts in personal development, Jeff is most content creating creative content. As a speaker, author, and Hall of Fame business achiever, One of his greatest motivators is motivating others. Jeff loves to travel, speak, and teach around the world at in-person and online events. When he's not passionately presenting, Jeff's main joys come from being a husband and father, playing frisbee with their dog, and receiving face licks from their furball of a bunny. Welcome, Jeff.
1: Thank you for having Magic.
0: I'm really excited to be here. I love your name, by the way. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Speaking of names, come on, you've got to tell us the dog and the bunny's names.
1: So, my dog's name is Sherlock, and his full name is Sherlock Bones, so he could be a real pet detective. (laughs) And (laughs) our bunny's name is Willow.
0: Lovely. And you're a father. How many kids do you have?
1: I have one eight month old daughter.
0: Oh, congratulations. Your world will never be the same again. (laughs) In a good way. It's
1: it's been absolutely magical.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Fantastic. Now, Jeff, tell us a little bit about how you help people make these breakthroughs.
1: Yeah, essentially, it starts by redefining what success is for most people. I think where a lot of people get caught up is they view success as a destination When in reality, it's a way of life. It goes way beyond just accomplishing a goal or achieving a dream. See, I believe true success is being able to consistently make choices that bring joy and meaning to my life and the lives of others. And so it all comes down to choices, the decisions we make on a daily basis. And so I believe our existential urgency is this. The key to peace, empowerment, and perpetual progress is being able to make daily disciplined decisions. And when I say disciplined decisions, that doesn't mean that we're taking away all the fun. It actually means we're very intentional about finding the fun in everything that we do.
0: That's fantastic. And I think that's really important for people to realize that Every day is full of decisions, and you can make it a great day or a terrible day by either being really blase with those decisions or putting some effort into them. Absolutely. Now, Jeff, we talk here about health, obviously. So, what can your expertise do to accelerate health? We're talking emotional, spiritual, and physical.
1: Yeah. So, actually, after years of research and development, I've come to find that there are seven key abilities that enables anyone to be able to break through to their next big breakthrough. And it all comes down to be able to cultivate, create, and connect. And so to expand on that, uh, we want to be able to first cultivate a thankful heart and an empowered mind and encouraging connections so that we can confidently create a clarified calendar and an inviting environment so we can courageously connect with ongoing growth and a purpose-filled plan. And I found that if you focus on any one of those categories, you're going to experience breakthrough. But when you put them all together, it's just breakthrough after breakthrough.
0: Now, we were talking off air a little bit, and you said that a purpose-filled plan is like bringing out thoughts, words, actions, relationships, everything into alignment. Can you talk a bit more about alignment?
1: Yeah. And so I actually am a little bit of an over planner at times. And so at one point I actually had my plan for success. I called it. I was 15 pages long and I decided I was going to review it for 30 minutes a day for the rest of my life. And I ended up reviewing it 30 minutes for one day. (laughs) And so I've actually found that you can spend so much time planning that actually prevents you from following through with the plan in the first place. And so I always encourage people to have a plan that's great, but make sure you don't overcomplicate. And so I've since simplified it and it's now one page. And I call it the one-page plan for success, and essentially, it's what you were just saying. It's making sure that our thoughts, words, actions, relationships, and pursuits are all in alignment to make sure we're being our best selves in all areas of our lives. And so, as an example, I have a template available to download for free on my website. It's jeffteresi.com. If you want to spell it on the show notes, that'd be fantastic. And essentially, it has the instructions. And I find that if you just have these quick notes on one page, you can review them. And it just sparks that memory of, oh, yeah, this is why I'm doing that. So from my thoughts, I think we, not me. Because I know the quality and beauty of my life is in direct proportion to the quality and beauty I ascribe to others. And when it comes to my words, I want to be silent or music, not noise. And so I'm very intentional with the words that I'm using. And for my actions, I really try hard to remove the rush so I can savor the simple. And I really try as hard as I can to love without limit. And I find that when it comes to our relationships, we have to recognize That relationships are what life is all about. Life is all about relationships. And so making sure you're investing into those relationships. And one of the ones that helps me the most by far is the one with my wonderful wife. And then as far as your pursuits, my pursuit is to not only help people break through to the next big breakthrough, but I wanna be a heroic husband and a fantastic father and a faithful friend. And so that in a nutshell is just an example of what some of those five things can be on one sheet.
0: I think that's really important for the listeners to get a grasp of that you need to be intentional with everything that you do. Just, you know, don't fly by the seat of your pants and hope that things will turn out the way you want. You really have to make the effort and especially in relationships because you know the old saying what you put out you get back is so true yeah well said thank you now we talk about wealth here wealth being not just the financial but also the personal the creative the emotional wealth so what are your top three tips to creating wealth
1: So I think it's extremely important that we first define what matters most to us and then put that in our calendars first before anything else. And in the book I wrote, The Seven Key Abilities, I have a whole chapter on that. And what I find is ironic is that people with disorganized or non-prioritized schedules can't seem to to find the time to fix it. And so (laughs) if you or your viewers might struggle with that, I want to encourage you to make prioritizing your number one priority. As you were saying, it's so important to be intentional about everything you do. And um, there's been studies. I forgot who the doctor was at the Mayo Clinic, but essentially if we're not choosing our thoughts intentionally, it's just like driving a car. If you're not holding on to the steering wheel, it just naturally um, will veer off the road. And if we're not paying attention to our thoughts, They're going to naturally gravitate towards negative or neutral thoughts as opposed to choosing our thoughts intentionally, which can lead to more positive thoughts. And it's so important to have practices in place that position us to be able to produce more positive patterns of thinking. And I think affirmations are extremely important in that regard. So that's number one.
0: (laughs) I just want to stop you there on that one and just (laughs) let the listeners know that when you're planning your day, it is important to make sure that you have time for yourself in there. It is important to make sure that you have time to follow your passion and your joy in there. Now, if that's walking the dog or doing some gardening, no matter how busy your work day is, if you don't have the things that build you up, you will break down. So definitely make that time for yourself. Sorry, Jeff, go ahead with number two.
1: Oh, no, actually, that was a great addition. Thank you for saying that. I think it's so important that we have things to look forward to every single day. And as far as um, the next thing, I think it's super important to recognize that you get to decide what you believe. And how is your retort where if you disagree or don't believe me, you've actually just proven my point. <laughs> you get to decide what you believe. See, whether you're aware of it or not, you're fighting a battle every single day and the war is waged within your mind. You know, of the thousands of thoughts you think each day, how many do you think actually help you versus hinder you? And how do you differentiate between the two? And when it comes to getting where you want to go, your mind has the power to be a barrier or a bridge. It can hold you back or propel you forward. And so, We have to believe in ourselves. We have to believe that we can do what we want to set out to do. And I think Henry Ford hit the nail on the head when he said, whether you think you can or think you can't, you're right. And what I found is that if you don't believe in yourself, you might as well quit before you start because failure has a funny way of becoming a self-fulfilling prophecy. And if you don't believe in yourself, you're going to lack the confidence and courage needed to do what needs to be done. And one of the stories I usually share in this regard, because the one thing I believe that really keeps us from believing in ourselves are limiting beliefs. You see, when I was 13, my mom noticed I had an irregular mole. And after a biopsy, the doctors confirmed it was precancerous. So they're going to have to perform a surgery and remove a chunk of flesh from my back. My mom later described that chunk as looking like a piece of a chicken McNugget which happened to be my favorite food at the time. (laughs) So thanks, mom. I'm not sure if any of your viewers are hungry for McDonald's right now. (laughs) Um, And while, yes, the surgery was a success, besides receiving 24 stitches that day, a limiting belief was planted so deep, it took seven years to overcome. And the limiting belief was this, I'm going to die an early death, which I carried with me until my 20th birthday. And when I told my dad why turning 20 was such a big deal for me, he had no idea. See, that's the thing about limiting beliefs. They hide inside you. Limiting beliefs weigh you down, like being bound to a slowly sinking ship. If you don't cut yourself loose, eventually you'll drown. If left unchecked for too long, limiting beliefs become unbreakable barriers that lie between where you are now and where you'd like to one day be. And so I think it's time for your viewers to conquer what's been conquering them. And so to overcome limiting beliefs, there are two ways to do this. And you could add to this too. Um, Number one, it's stop thinking limiting beliefs. And number two, stop believing those limiting beliefs. Now, the first you can't always control because some thoughts will just pop in your head. But the second one you can control because remember, you get to decide what you believe. And so my key to helping people overcome limiting beliefs, we have to create a concrete standard that can be held up against any thought so we can determine whether it's worth thinking or not. And that standard is this, is this thought helping me to be my best self? And if it's not, then call it out as the stinking thinking that it is and immediately replace it with an empowering belief, one that helps you to believe in yourself.
0: Totally. Totally. And when I'm teaching other practitioners about the PNEI of trauma, I teach them that the limiting beliefs their clients have actually have a flow on effect to the other systems of their body. So it doesn't just stay in your limbic or emotional system. It flows onto your nervous system, which flows onto your endocrine system, which ultimately results in an immune reaction. So we have people that think negatively about themselves or you know, have a childhood trauma or a limiting belief or anything like that. And it actually shows up later down the track as fevers or allergies or, you know, a leaky gut syndrome. So, listeners, don't just think that what you're thinking is just a thought. Don't dismiss it as that because it has a detrimental, long lasting effect if it's not a positive experience for your brain.
1: I find that fascinating. It's, yeah, things go so much deeper than we think on the surface.
0: Definitely. Now, what's your third tip?
1: So my third tip to creating wealth would be making it a habit to meet with a mentor at least once a day. And a fun fact a lot of people aren't aware of is that a mentor does not need to meet with you for you to meet with them. That's the beauty of a book the power of a podcast, and the true value of a video. You can meet with a mentor whenever you want. And so I just want to encourage people to commit to continual learning. Be intentional. What area do you want to grow in? And then set that time aside. I know a lot of people might say, okay, sure, I'd love to set the time aside, uh, but I can't find the time. And so I find it very helpful to be able to set aside the time to do it in conjunction with something you're already doing. So for example, maybe read a book while you're eating breakfast or listen to a podcast like you might be doing right now while you're working out or while you're driving to work or watch a TED Talk on YouTube while you're eating lunch. Whatever it is, make it easy and make it fun. Because if we're not growing, we're not getting better if we're not getting better, there's a good chance we're getting worse. And while no one wants to get worse, if you're going to get better, we have to know how to grow.
0: Absolutely. And that was part of why I started this podcast was to give people tools that could mentor them. But whilst they were doing something else, I'm a great person that believes in multitasking. So I'll go for my walk. And rather than just taking the sights, I'll listen to a podcast or an audio book or something and kind of double the impact that time gives me. So I'm glad that we're here sharing that with the listeners. Absolutely. We talk about weight here on this podcast. It's something that people battle quite needlessly most of the time. And we know that stress can be a major trigger. So if you've ever battled your weight or know someone who has, what are your tips on how to handle all the factors that involve in weight gain?
1: That's a wonderful, deep question. I'm sure you could answer it much better than I could. But something that comes to my mind is a lot of times people have insecurities And they're eating because they're stressed. And so it's, for me, it's helped me tremendously to build my confidence by recognizing that I have nothing to worry about, including what other people think about me. And as long as I can remember that little tidbit, I'm able to actually overcome urges that I might not otherwise be able to do. And so just remember, you get to decide what you believe. You have absolutely nothing to worry about. You are loved. You're not alone. It's just continually giving those affirmations, those empowering beliefs. It's incredibly important, I find, to review them throughout the day. And so I know some people, they'll recite their affirmations just in the morning, and then they're good to go. I've actually took it a step further. I call it my morning mood modifiers. So I'll read that first thing in the morning, get myself pumped up. And then I actually um, have a, a PM perspective protectors. I call my nightly affirmations. And then just recently I added my afternoon attitude adjusters. And so three times throughout the day, I'm actually reviewing just one sheet of paper that I find has my most empowering beliefs because not all thoughts are created equal. Some thoughts are much better than others. And so those three lists are lists of my top thoughts. Actually, an example of the afternoon attitude adjuster, which I read not too long ago um, today, was my attitude towards others is you can do this. And my attitude towards myself is I can do this. And just recognizing that every person's path is personal and I am in a positively prime position.
0: I think that's really important for people to realize is You know, you can't sail through every single day without some direction. And these affirmations are just something that give you that direction and something that can help you reach your goals, whether it be weight, whether it be work, whether it be relationships. You kind of need a map. You can't just jump in the car and expect to get there. So I think affirmations do that for me. And I would really urge the listeners to really think of some affirmations for them and involve them in the day. And I love that you do them three times a day. That's fantastic.
1: Yeah, thank you. I actually find that variety, novelty, and nuance are just extremely important to me. And so I don't just want to read the same thing over and over again and have it lose its power and effect. And so I also like to read view them and revise them every couple months too, to just make them fresh and new. And and one of the things I think is extremely helpful for myself and hopefully your viewers is just remembering when I'm in doubt or when I'm assessing anything is I look at the fruit that it bears and I ask myself, what fruit does this produce? Is it life-giving or death-bringing? Is it love-laced or hate-based? Is it faith-filled or fearful? And being on podcasts, I find is extremely fruit filled because I'm able to hopefully inspire someone in some way, even if it's just one little thing that I said, if it changes their day, brings a smile to their face, then it was absolutely worth it.
0: Beautiful. Now, Jeff, people can find you at That's jeffteresi.com. That's dot icom What's a freebie that you can offer our listeners? We really love giving things to people to help inspire them and build their lives.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So on the website, I actually have uh, an array of freebies on there that come right from the book, The Seven Key Abilities. And I also have a variety of YouTube videos I've come out with. I try to come out with one a week. I've come out with one the last two weeks. Um, Since we've had the baby, I haven't been able to be on an extremely consistent schedule. And I'm actually on the spectrum. And so I find such value in having structure, systems, and routine. And so I think it's incredibly important to be able to contribute as much as I can, as often as I can. And so as far as a freebie, if anyone's interested, I can also um, email them a poem that I've written that's helped me when it comes to growing in gratitude. And it's actually called, Coming to Your Senses. And so I'll read it for you right now. And then if you want an actual copy of it, I can actually um, email it to you so you can look it over and uh, maybe share it with others. And if you're not driving or um, operating heavy machinery, you can go ahead and close your eyes and just listen to the words. poem's titled, Coming to Your Senses. Have you ever really wondered how fortunate you are? Have you ever thought your blessings could outnumber the stars? First, imagine if you suddenly lost your sense of sight. Would you miss seeing the differences between day and night? Now imagine if you lost the ability to hear. As silence whispers in both ears, could you still persevere? Now imagine if you suddenly lost your sense of smell. Could you bid the sweet scents of flowers and fresh air farewell? Now imagine if you lost the ability to taste. What joy could come from eating if all flavors were erased? Now imagine if you suddenly lost your sense of touch. Does just the thought of such a loss make you feel very much? While each sense is sensational, there's only one you need. It's the sense to give thanks, the sense from which all gifts Proceed. You can go ahead and open your eyes, open your eyes and begin to recognize that each of your senses is a reminder of the countless gifts you can be grateful for if you choose to.
0: Wow. That's all I've got to say. That's amazing. I love that. Oh, thank you so much.
1: I actually feel bad that this podcast is coming to an end because I just want to keep talking with you more and more.
0: (laughs) I think we'll have to uh, have you back on if that's okay with you
1: that would be an absolute pleasure.
0: Great. Now listeners, you can find Jeff, as I said, at jeffteressi.com. Definitely send him a message, get that beautiful poem and have a look at everything, including his book, The Seven Key Abilities. Jeff, it's been my absolute pleasure having you here today. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Listeners, coming up in episode 80, we have Lynn Bowman talking about her book, Brannies for Breakfast. So that sounds very interesting. Mm. Thank you very much for your time today, Jeff. And listeners, I really do appreciate your time listening to this podcast. Just a reminder that we are up for several awards at the Australian Podcast Awards, so please support us because we just love being able to bring you all these fantastic guests and listeners, go forth and create your magical life. Thanks for listening today. Please subscribe to hear future episodes, leave a review and share this podcast. You can follow us on Facebook at A Magical Life Podcast or at Holistic Natural Health Australia. That's holistic with a W. You can find us on Instagram at Holistic Natural Health Or at www.holisticnaturalhealth.com.au That's where you'll access all sorts of articles, freebies and more.